0: All right, awesome, awesome, guys. So it's that time again. Um, it's mastermind time, and it's really um, time for you guys to get better. And uh, that's why we do this. And for me, um, you know, I, I love these calls because it gives me a chance to pick the brains of seven-figure earners, six-figure earners as well. So I use this time to get better myself. So is my, are my guests on today? Can I get a yes to make sure they're here? I'm not even sure if they're on the line. I'm here. Awesome. I'm here, too. Awesome, awesome. All right, cool. So let me kind of get started because what we like to do is we like to go for about 35 minutes or so, kind of going back and forth. And the way this mastermind works is it's kind of like a battle. I mean, they don't, I don't prepare my guests for the questions I'm going to ask them. And then when I, once I ask them a question, they get to ask me a question. And we try to treat this as if you guys are flies on the wall, just hearing us mastermind about our business. And then you, got you being a level two member inside of our system can ask questions and uh, get better it's a way to connect so let's go ahead and get started um, I'm, I'm again always excited um, today I have the, the pleasure to bring on you know and I say this lightly because whenever you have students and people that you've worked with you know I'm the type of coach and trainer I don't really want to take credit for anything that a person that's learned from me has done because I I really look at it like I'm here to give you guidance and give you direction but at the end of the day, for you to make seven figures, okay, which are some of the things that um, individuals have done today, who you're going to hear from, who happen to be some of my students early on, years ago we connected, um, I don't take credit for that because they had to go do the work, okay. Now, they may say otherwise, but, you know, I, I can't take credit for someone making a million dollars. I can only um, say that um, I'm appreciative that they took some of the guidance and, um, that we've been able to maintain a strong relationship. So today I've, I'm bringing on, um, you know, uh, Stefan Dessaline and Scott Adge. And, you know, these two guys actually spoke at my event um, last year, and we're trying to figure out if I can even have them back this year. It depends on scheduling, um, but I'm sure they'll be there. And these guys are amazing. Um, you know, their specialty is really Craigslist marketing. Um, but... You know, I don't really like to kind of put them in the hole of just Craigslist because they've built several businesses. They've acquired companies. They've done so many things that people have no idea that they've done, and, you know, I'm a huge fan of theirs as well. So I wanted to come, kind of bring you guys in and kind of quickly allow you guys to introduce yourself, and uh, we'll get started in this battle.
1: Very cool. <clears throat> um, Scott, man, you can go first.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, well, I'm Scott AG. Uh Like, Steph, or like uh, Vince said, we do a lot on Craigslist, um, but we've done a lot of other things as well. And uh, we've actually known Vince for, for a long, long time. Um, I don't even know how many years, actually, it was ago. I want to say like five or six years ago when I first saw some stuff of Vince's. And uh, it was Stefan that actually turned me on to it and showed me. And I was, I was blown away with some of the stuff Vince was doing then. And... Um, you know, Vince, I know you don't like to take credit for people making money, but still to this day I go on and watch trainings of Vinces and try to get better at certain techniques. Um and, and learn them all from, from you, buddy. I I watched trainings of yours uh, just the other day actually when you home we talking about uh learning a few things on Facebook from you because uh because I, I'm I'm excited to see some of the new stuff that you have for social media marketing because that's something I can get better on. But um but uh, yeah, thanks for all of that and And, um, yeah, I'm Scott Agee, and I'm from Alabama. You couldn't tell by the way I sound. And uh, Stephon and I have been working together now for several years, and we have mastered um, Craigslist, or we like to say we've mastered it. We still have to change things every single day. um, But over the past couple of years, we've uh, learned how to generate um, up to, let's say, 10,000, 15,000 leads in a single week uh, from Craigslist. Um, We've done... Uh, Several thousand leads in days from Craigslist, and because of that, I've generated a seven-figure business uh, with 80% of our marketing being done on Craigslist. So hopefully we can uh, shed some light on some Craigslist marketing today. But
1: um, I'll pass it over to you, Stephon. Um, Cool, man. Thanks. Yeah, uh, so um, meeting Vince, I think, like Scott said, it was a lot of years ago. They, They go by fast, faster and faster, it seems. Um, and uh, I got a phone call one day. I think I had done some YouTube videos, and maybe Vince saw one. I don't remember how it happened. All I know is that we we got on the phone, and um, he was you know socially connecting. This is, I think, uh, really before Facebook was what it is today, and all that stuff. So he was sort of ahead of the curve even back then, just um, connecting with people and doing cool stuff. And um, he uh, we talked about some things and he gave me an an idea for something after I shared something with him about um, a product that I was promoting. And he gave me one idea about creating a funnel. And um, so we we spoke, and uh, I think he was actually my first customer with that product. So he bought that product, gave me this idea, and then I created this funnel and um, started popping automated sales like the next day. And um, around that time is when Um, we started using uh, Craigslist, and, uh, you know, the lead flow was just crazy coming in through that funnel, automated conversions, and um, from that point on, just started creating more and more systems, and that's when Scott and I partnered up, and, you know, through that initial funnel, we sort of built out from there and just continued expanding and expanding, and then today we've built a seven-figure and growing very fast business but um, that's how it all started. So you know, obviously we, we're always very thankful to Vince for, and I am specifically too for making that call, reaching out, and uh, sharing those initial things with me. So thanks, bro.
0: No problem. I appreciate it. And, and you know, and the best the best thing about it is, you know, um, you know, we've all been able to become friends. And you know, Stefan and Scott, they know they can call me. But I want you guys to kind of get one thing that they're saying, and 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 I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know where that strategy that I have came from, but whenever I'm trying to connect with someone, okay, the first thing that I do is um, I, provide, I try to find a way to provide value to them first. So you know, you know, when, when I reached out to Stefan, I was looking at a certain product, I saw him showing up, I knew he knew what he was gonna do. So when I reached out, it didn't matter if I was gonna use that product or not, I was gonna buy it from you. <laughs> so if um, you invest in the person that you wanna learn from, Okay, they're more willing to want to work with you. So I, I liked the software and the, and the things he was doing. And I said, well, how can I figure out a, a way to, you know, just provide even more value? And that's when I started talking to him about a funnel and how he could actually, you know, sell more of that product. And then that's when he started automating it. And it really was a minor tweak. And really all I wanted to do was just give him a little bit of direction. You don't have to change a person's entire, like, method of doing whatever it is they're doing what you want to do as a good coach or trainer is just take their strengths and maximize their strengths so um you know with that you know actually this weekend um i got a chance to to, um really network and and mastermind with stefan he came down for a vip day which a lot of people do kind of behind the scenes and the one thing i just want to point out is that you know here's a seven figure earner and reaching out for coaching and training and, and funnels and to get better. And, and I, something that I've noticed over the years is the people that make the most money spend the most and invest in their education and training, whereas people who don't, um, they tend to try to, I guess, get to where they want to go without a coach, without a mentor, without spending money, without investing in themselves. Everything that they, you, if you really say out loud, you know, it can't even be possible for you to reach the goal that you have. So. I just wanted to just give that trait and say that you're dealing with people here that not aren't just successful, but they've invested heavily in their education and they continue to do so. So let the battle begin. <laughs> I've got the first question for you guys. How do you um, consistently one get better over time, and number two, what I know you know Craigslist is a constant battle, and I know even, you know, Stefan we talk about it. I say, you know what, I got tired of fighting the Craigslist gods, right? Um, where's, what's your mindset going in? Like what allows you to keep that pace up to, one, get better at what you're doing and to continue consistently to not give up um, and when, you're, when, you're, when things go bad, like when you're setting up ads and all of a sudden they're not there anymore? Um, you know, how, how does that kind of shape in your mind and what do you do specifically when that
1: happens? Um, Scott, you mind if I take that one first? Oh, man, have at it. Okay, cool. Um, so the, um, the first thing I just want to say is that, uh, uh, you know, that, man, that's something that uh, you deal with um, in this industry constantly is uh, just coming up against roadblocks and having to go over them. And um, I was actually thinking about this the other day because I see people, you know, giving up a lot of times and, oh, they complain and um, people, on, you know, that are just new um, that, oh, this didn't work or that didn't work. And um, they're just in, maybe a weekend or something. And I I start laughing because I'm in my mind because uh, I just know how many times that, you know, I've been knocked down and that we've been knocked down. And, I mean, you would – it would blow your mind if you knew all the things that Scott and I – went through to build a seven-figure business. Um, but I'll, I'll say one of the, for me, one of the, the things that keeps me going is having a partnership with Scott because, you know, we're on Skype pretty much all day working as, we, as if though we're in the same office. And so he's got kids and a wife and family, and so I h- kind of hear his life, right? And same thing with me. He, he knows you know when we're going to the store, when I have to leave to go do this, and, you know, so, just, you know, having a partner there is um, motivation to keep going because you see, like, if I get down for a minute, then, you know, he's kind of just like, nah, you know, screw this, I'm going to get this. Or if he's like, holy crap, man, I can't believe what just happened. I'm like, dude, you got this, you know, there's no problem. So, for me personally, having a, you know, a partner, somebody to kind of, you know, just be there, bounce ideas off of, it helps a lot of ways to keep going, um, when you know it's kind of like a a back and forth when one person's up the other person's down kind of thing so i was um at this point would always encourage people to get somebody to work with just to bounce ideas off with i think that that can enhance your business greatly to have an accountability partner or somebody there to just bounce ideas off of and somebody to pick you up if you're feeling like you had a rough day of it or the business had a rough day so that you know and even if both of you are like damn man that was that was rough it's just easier when you know somebody else is there too to help you through that than if you do it on your own so um for me that's the motivation and then the other thing too is uh i don't know if it's just a, a thing that you're some people are born with or what but whatever thing in my mind i just can't quit it's like this weird thing where if i if i fall down i just have to get up you know i just can't in my mind it's not even there to quit i'll i'll feel down and i'll be like man i'm not going to do this particular thing anymore cuz it's like you know beating my head in the ground but i'll go around it and try to find another way but the main you know the focus of where i want to go uh, i just can't for whatever reason wrap my head around the idea of stopping or quitting so for me that's that's my answer scott
2: cool yeah um a partner I was actually going to mention the, kind of the same thing, but a partner is what has taken Stefan and I from making some money online to making a lot of money online. And that's It's, it's more than just an accountability partner, but Stefan challenges me, and I challenge Stefan. And yesterday, we were actually building a funnel together, and um, everything that I would say, Stefan would rebuke it in some way. He'd be, well, I don't think that... And it wasn't to bring me down, but it was only to look at the other side of the funnel and look at the other, the other way of thinking for that particular method. And that, um, that helps us move forward and move forward and move forward. Um, and another thing, you know, um, beyond the partnership and beyond us having each other, Stefan mentioned is the, the don't quit. And before we got together, um, we both had that already, I, I want to believe. Because I was the person that I was making money online I was figuring things out and I wasn't going to quit. And Stephon looked the same way. When we got together, we were making some money online. We were making enough to, you know, provide. But it wasn't like we were to the point where we were already uh, making tons and tons of money. And I'll tell you a little story, Vince. When we actually pushed that together, we had a vision of building one particular website. And the website is actually very successful today. But when we were building this website, and this was years and years ago, um, we got hustled. We got hustled for like 150 bucks. I want to say. It wasn't even much money at all nowadays. But then we were like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? I mean, it was really for, for little to no compared to what we spend now on just one day of marketing. But we got hustled for that money, and we got, we got down, and we got down. Um, but then the partnership pulled us out of it, and we were like, you know what? It's got to happen. And um, we got back on our feet. We pushed through that one struggle of being hustled for $150 by a programmer that was going to get something done, and he just ran off with the money. Um, we actually disputed it somehow. One, got the money back, um, finished building the site with another programmer, and it became very successful. Um, but we could have easily quit. We could have easily said, you know what, this is, this is over with. We're not going to do that. Um, you know, I, We can't afford to get hustled anymore, but because mom the was there to be like, yeah, it's going to be all right, and I was, you know, I was down, and he was like, "You know, it's gonna be all right." And we went and I was like, "Yeah, you're right. It's gonna be fine." We came through it, we overcame it, and um, now that website, that one alone, does like forty. Um, I don't know how much it did last month. I want to say last month is when it did like seventy-five to eighty thousand um, dollars. Just that website. Um, so uh, overcoming adversity was was a big thing there. Um, but as far as the everyday struggle, you asked about Craigslist and all that. We find that fun, to be honest with you, because um, it's almost like in our minds, the Craig is sitting in his office, and he's, like, battling his <laughs> stuff, um, because he actually – I told you at your, at your event that he actually had a color, um, a new blue color that's our logo's color that means your ad is being deleted and not coming back, and you're not getting refunded, and we thought that was hilarious. Um because that I means he knows who we are. He actually wrote us an email that said this actually to be deleted because it's associated with Sky Mobile, and our company's name is Sky Mobile. So the challenge and the fact that this guy is possibly sitting in his office scheming on how he's not going to let me on his site today, that's fun to me. And uh, that, that's part of the drive of why we do it every
0: day, I think, too, because it's fun. And, uh, that's awesome. Man. I mean, that, that's it, man.
3: Well, you know, I always tell people
0: that – I tell people all the time, I say that it really comes with – you guys are conditioned. And I I believe every conversation I've ever had with anyone that's doing extremely well, they have the kind of mindset that you have. And I tell people that I actually get nervous and uncomfortable when I'm not uncomfortable, like if that makes sense. Like the second I feel the feeling of overwhelm or frustration, which is a natural feeling that we – we tend to have, it actually excites me because I tell, I've trained my brain my body to basically say this is the second, this is the very moment when the average person quits. And I love that feeling because I love being in position to find that solution and I know that that's the breaking point, that's the value, that's the, the information that people want. And if the average person quits at that moment, then you've really found the money. And most people, when they get there, they can't handle it. You know, they get there, they feel a little discomfort, and they run, right? But if they were to ask themselves, what's more fun, the feeling that I have right this second in terms of maybe not having the amount of money that I want in my bank account, or what's more fun of me figuring out this frustration that can change my current situation, if they really thought about that, they'd be more willing to find the answers. I'll give you one more example. Like, we have our practice webinars every Thursday where people come on and Um, I actually look at their ads and tell them what to do. And sometimes I can hear it in some of the people's voices. They get a little upset with me because they'll ask me a question and I won't necessarily give them the answer. I'll make them go figure it out. And And I know what they're thinking. They're like, well, if this is practice and I messed up, why don't you just tell me what to do right now? But I know that there's a difference in the breakthrough that you have when you find answers on your own. I'll lead you in the right direction because I know where the answer is and I know that if you do it, you'll find it. But more importantly, what I'm trying to do is teach you how to have more vision than what you're doing for yourself right now. What I mean by that is if you find solutions and you can point the people that you're eventually going to coach to the solution, you're going to be a better coach and trainer, and the breakthrough is going to mean that much more to you versus me just giving you the answer. So um, train yourself to definitely, to definitely um, you know, know that that's going to happen. It is a real feeling. Some people say, oh, don't ever say you're frustrated or overwhelmed. You know, you can't say that because that happens. That's just the reality of it. But what, how you deal with it is what actually matters. So, anyways, you guys' turn. You guys have a question for me. Sure. So um. One. Sure. Yeah, you got one, Scott. You want to go?
2: Yeah, sure. So, um, so Vince, just this morning alone, I've had emails that are from people um, that literally just annoy me to death. Now, we do our best to talk to people and to help and everything. Um, But when it comes to Facebook, I think that's like my biggest test piece is that people, um, the questions that they ask you are just like, are you serious? And I want to know where you find it in you every day to do what you do. Because Facebook, that's, I mean, being that social person, to me that's difficult to be that type of person. Where do you find it in you every day? to be that
0: social? And how do you find the time to be social to everybody? Well, that's a great question, and I, you know, I think it needs to be discussed more. And I'm going, to give you, I'm going to give you two parts of this. I'm going to go back to probably around the time when you guys met me. Um, I would do stuff on YouTube, and I remember one day I made a video, and I said this assumption, like, uh, I made the assumption on the video that everyone kind of knew me. But I was referring, because I would do the... I would do the um, the webinars for the company I was in so the entire company did know me because I was the guy who would actually do the webinars for the entire company so someone saw this video and he was like no one knows you like who are you like you know I kind of just went went off on me and it I can't lie it stung a little bit because I guess maybe at that moment I was maybe getting a little bit of a big head or whatever I don't know and And I'm glad it happened early in my career because I I stopped making that assumption, but I started to understand that everyone's going to be entitled to their own opinion. Um, And I, one, needed to really focus on the people who were listening. So what I mean by that is this is how I look at it. Like I will release a video or a training, and I know that there's going to be a lot of people that see it. And there's going to be some people that see what you put out there, and they're going to be like, this guy's full of crap. He doesn't know what he's talking. They're just going to talk about you. They're going to be negative. There's nothing you could even say to ever get those people to actually listen to you or notice you. And what gets me excited about that is that, one, if that person that is saying that has a business, no one's probably seeing their business because they're not doing those strategies. And number two, there are people that are seeing it that are like, wow, there are, this is valuable, Um, I can use this, and I can get results from it. So my mind is – this is what my mind is telling me every single day. People are – the people that are watching it, the people that are connecting, those are the people that I'm talking to. Those are the people that I'm actually trying to reach because at the end of the day, the person – you know, that's why there's Democrats and Republicans. Like people are never going to be eye-to-eye and see exactly what you're saying or – you know like everything you do or love everything that you have going on it's just the way that it is so if you recognize that and you realize the truth because the only way you can get to seven figures is to provide a tremendous amount of value okay and help other people get results that's the only way you can make money by being just doing what you do and you know not helping other people you could probably make some money but you can't get to millions of dollars without providing a tremendous amount of value and it, and just as many of those people that say stupid stuff on social media, okay, there's probably a hundred times more that say positive things because you changed their life. And we tend to, as humans, take on the negative things. Like, you can have amazing things happening in your life, but one person says one negative thing about you or your business, and your whole day is ruined. I have conditioned myself to not pay attention um, to, like, the negative people. I'll give you one other thing that people have a hard time with me. Like, I'm very strict when I come up with policies and procedures when it comes to company, very strict. I mean, I've had leaders get mad at me for certain things that happen, and I'm like, this is our policy, I'm not changing it. I mean, literally pissed, right? But at the same time, those policies have affected and helped so many more people that respect the fact that you have a certain policy or procedure. So my point is, no matter what you do, you're never gonna be able to win in every situation. Um, but you have to be focused on the people that you're talking to. The, re- the, people that, the reason you put out that information was for a reason, and there's people that are looking at it, and that's the only person you should be focused on, um, you know, when you're putting out that content. Hopefully that answers your question. Yeah,
2: I mean, a great
0: answer. That's the things that, <laughs> that I struggle with
2: that I'm glad I have you to hear from because that's the stuff that I struggle with, so those, those daily grind of, um, of social media. And uh, as far as training, you're, you're absolutely right, you, we couldn't be where we were today without helping other people. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes it's a challenge to deal with the public. But, uh, you know, you're exactly right. I
0: I mean, great. You answer. know what else I, I love to do is when someone's being mean or cursing or yelling, I just, you know, acknowledge their anger and say, you know, hey, you know, I realize that what I said you may not like. Good luck, man. God bless. And, like, you just be positive even when they're trying to be angry And I feel like that has a huge effect on people. You know, I don't really respond to negative or I have too much going on, and that energy I just don't even want in my life. So um, I try to give them positive back and tell them honestly how I'm feeling, but I never go tit for tat for people with people because you can't win that. And think about it this way. If you do fall into that and other people that are there to listen to you, they see that going on, you actually can affect them in a negative way. But if someone's being negative, the average person is going to see an idiot being an idiot on social media. But if they see you being an idiot back, that immediately you know, affects your, the perception that they have of you. So I don't fall into people try to bait me all the time. I just ignore it and laugh and just move on because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here to help the people that are here trying to get better from me. If I'm spending my energy doing something that doesn't affect or help other people that I'm trying to help, then I'm failing the people I'm trying to help the most. So that's how I would look at it. Absolutely. Cool. All right, so I think we'll do it this way. I'm going to ask you guys another question, and then I guess they're fine. You can be up next with the question. Cool. All right. So um, this weekend you came up for a VIP day. You called me and said, hey, man, I need some help with, you know, some funnel stuff. Not, you didn't even say you need some help. You just said, hey, I wanted to see if you could look over some things in the funnel. And we spent some time, and one thing, and this isn't the question. I I guess this is more just I want to reflect on this. One thing that I really like about what you do, and I've noticed, again, with most top earners is they they ask the the questions that you ask have a lot of depth. Like when we would go through the funnel um, and we were talking about this new strategy that you guys are going to implement, there was a lot of why questions and then there was a lot of capturing what's going on inside of that prospect's mind. Like, you know, and I think that's why you've done extremely well. Um, where, where does that come from? I mean, like the thought process. Like, for example, Scott even said when you guys are doing it, you had a lot of, like, why and why are we doing this? Okay, so the questions are just – I'm, I'm being honest. Like, your questions that you ask me are very deep <laughs> when we go into funnels. Where does that come from? And, um how did that come about? Because it, help, it actually helps me. Like, I mean, you helped me help you, if that even makes any, any sense, with some of the questions. Well, oh, wow,
4: cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, you know, part of it, uh, what Scott was saying, I like to push back just because um, a lot of times when you get used to doing something a certain way, you kind of like continue to do that. And I always think it's good to, to look at things from all the different perspectives and be like uh, humble enough inside of yourself to, to realize that, you may have gotten a part, not wrong, but there may be a better way to do it and increase, you know, your uh, uh, your profit. So uh, I, part of that stems from a conversation I actually had a long time ago with Mark Hoverson. And he told me that, um, he's like, you want to know what the difference is between earning a little bit of money and a lot of money? And he, and he showed me with his finger, it was like a millimeter, you know? And he's like, it's the small little tweaks that you make that make the difference between making like a little to no money and the people that make a ton of money. So I always took that to heart. And so when I look at something, I, I want to like, um, you know, break it down, really think about it as much as possible so that I can potentially make those little tweaks that are gonna make a lot of money. So, um, and I'm also like a, uh, the type of person where like, you know, I could have been a detective or something like that. I always wanna to get to the bottom of stuff. I always want to, like, dig through all the way and, and really inspect something all the way. So, and I also, my nature is also one of uh, confrontation. I'm just like a confrontationalist. So, when an idea comes to me, I always want to challenge it, but not, like, because I want to fight, but just because I want to see if it holds up to another idea. So, can it stand up to this? Can it stand up to that? Can it stand up to this to know that it's the best the best idea. So I guess I'm just always looking for the best, the best way. And the only way to, in my mind to find out if it is the best way is to put it up against other stuff, like to compare it to, you know, A, B, C, D. And then if it, if it stands up to that, um, then we know that we've got, you know, the best thing. And that's, you know, kind of like people doing split testing constantly. Right. And you know that the, the biggest earners Split test everything you know they'll split test the headline, they'll split test the first sentence, the second paragraph first another paragraph. I mean, it really can get insane of how hardcore people will get about that kind of stuff so Absolutely. that's, that's well, why um, The reason I, I wanted to
0: ask you that was because we get you know like I said, on our calls and we ask people to ask questions and for how many people that will be listening for the number of questions, I think that I wanted, to, I wanted you to answer that because I want everyone here thinking. I want you thinking deeper than just yourself and how much can I just I make? And if you start to ask more questions, you'll find the answers. So it always kinda kinda makes me it weirds me out a little bit when people aren't asking questions because I know that there are questions they should be asking and they're just not thinking hard enough, I guess, or really putting themselves um, there. So the question I do have for you guys is what was the major shift that maybe I don't know. What were some of the things that that you've done that took you from six figures to seven figures? I mean, how does that? How does a person do have a business? Now, and I'm I'm actually today or tomorrow releasing my answer to this. So for those of you guys that want to know my answer to getting to seven figures, like literally this is what you do. I've been working really hard on this kind of formula. Look out for that. But I'm curious to hear, because before I release this, I'm hoping maybe there's something that you guys add that I can add to this new formula that I've created. But what does it take? And, and not like you've got to work hard. Like, what, is it, what, what took your business? What was the tweak that you made that took you from you know, earning six figures to seven figures in your business? Obviously, that was a tough question. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, no, my phone was speaking. Um, so, man, that's a good question, man.
1: I, before I answer, oh, I'll I'm make sorry, one. I, I got, I'm back. I got kicked off. <laughs> oh No problem.
0: Did you hear I the question? Though? One. Um,
1: come no, I, I, no, I got kicked off right when you were talking about. Okay. You were saying, so, yeah, the,
0: yeah. The question that I have for you guys is what was it that took you from a six-figure to seven-figure business? Like, was there a tweak? Was there something that you can remember? Was there an aha moment when you said, okay, we need to put this here? Um, was it just a time thing? Um, but the answer we don't want is you've got to work hard and this and that. Like, I want something tangible. Like, what could a person listening do to their business to actually get to a seven-figure business? And I was telling them that I created this, this formula that I'm going to be releasing tomorrow because this, and this question bugs me. Um, of how a person can get to seven figures. Like, literally, like, this is what they can do to get there, and I'll be releasing it tomorrow. But I wanted to hear you guys' answer because I was hoping that you would give me something maybe I can add to it or maybe a different insight
1: on what it actually takes to get there. Mm. Got it. Well, Scott, go ahead, man. You were already answering. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do have an answer. I think that, that
2: worked for me. But I wanted to make one comment on y'all's previous question, Vincent. Sometimes, man, we'll be having um, – discussions about things, and Stefan will be doing his question thing, and I'll be like, damn, will you just shut up for one second? <laughs> he'll, be like, he'll be like asking me these questions, and, and I'll, he'll be getting deeper and deeper, and I'm a guy that works really fast. I can spit out a funnel that will make money on Craigslist in about 30 minutes, and I always think it's really good. And then he'll look at it, and he'll be asking me questions like, does this even make sense to you?
0: <laughs> and I'm, like, right. I'm like, will you
2: shut up and just let me run it? But his questions... Uh, <laughs> That's That's he was that doing that. This,
0: he was doing that this weekend. I mean, it was and, it, and I loved it. And, and I, it was challenging me. Like we it, we were here. He came up for the VIP day, and like I started. I gave him. I had two funnels prepared for him because I know what you guys do. And mm-hmm. uh, we were breaking it down, and he liked it. And then the first one ended up being like two different ones, so we changed that up a little bit. But he was. But they were helpful questions. And then the second one, the one I think you guys decided to do, um, I mean, that thing got beat up. <laughs>
3: But it was
0: phenomenal. It was phenomenal because he was able to take my, I was able to hear what he was saying and I respected it because you guys are the, are the people that are mastering Craigslist. So um, I've got to be able to adapt. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying. And I don't, I don't that's why I asked you, Stefan, because I don't even know if you realize the questions, how you do it. But to me, it was
1: helpful. But I know that. Um, well, it's good just, to know that it's good. To, I had no idea. <laughs> then I'm driving people crazy with my questions, so I'm gonna have to. No, it wasn't. I wasn't going crazy,
0: but it was, <laughs> was just just really. It was just a, every everything we did. There was a why. There was a okay. If this happens there, then what is this person thinking here? It was a, It was very. It was different than what I've ever um, in, encountered from a VIP day, but it was great. It really put challenged me, and I'm sure that's why you guys do well. So, anyways, let's, let's show them the money. So, how do you? How do we get to seven figures? So
2: my. Uh... What took, in my opinion, uh, my my mental status had to change a little bit. And um, what I mean by that is I was, when I was in business and I was making, you know, when Stephon and I met, we were both uh, six-figure earners online. We were both doing okay, um, but I had my thumb in everything, every piece of the puzzle, I had, to be, I, had to, I had to make the, the forms. I had to set this part up. I had to do the next part. I did it all, everything, um, from questions from members to support, every little piece of the funnel, I did. Um, and to be able to spread myself from a six-figure to a seven-figure earner, and this is one of the things that I actually learned from Stefan, he, he told me, you know, you have to know what you're good at. And that, he told me that a long time ago. And um, I started figuring out that I'm not really good at some things. There's some things in our business that I'm just not that good at. So to, to take ourselves to the next level, we started getting people in place that worked with us um, that could handle other things that we're not so good at so that we could focus on building a successful funnel that drive traffic to it and then teaching new members. And just doing the little things that we are so good at, um, That that little thing that taking my finger off of every little piece of the puzzle and putting people in place that could do that. Like for example, we, the first thing we did was hire an assistant um, to make sure our emails were answered um, on a daily basis. And to make sure that, um, you know, if someone wants to buy traffic from us, that they're getting the traffic, that that quality control is in place and that we're not having to worry about it all. Um, Putting someone in place to help us do that was our first, our first task. And once, once we had all the, uh, the mechanics of the business laid out to where someone was doing everything, we were able to really focus on building the business. And uh, I think that was what took us from, from struggling to, to figure out how to make seven figures to blowing past it and being able to do whatever we wanted to do in this business. Stefan, would you agree or you have a... Answer?
0: So Before, before Stefan goes, oh, I just want to elaborate okay. on what you just said just to make sure I'm hearing it correctly. So for you, it was streamlining your business so you could really just focus on the revenue generating activities versus all of the things that were tedious that were taking you away from really making the money. Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. Cool. I, and I 100% agree with that. Um, awesome. Stefan, what, what you, what's your thoughts?
1: Um, I totally agree with that. <clears throat> um, de- you know, starting to, to allow yourself to delegate um, and not have to be controlling every aspect of your business like allowing yourself to let go in a way um what i would also say for me is um a couple of things actually is uh one thing is um getting good at like i don't want to say controlling but like being in chaos because when you really start to build your business to that seven figure level um, at least in in our case, you know we have a lot of things going on. we're all, we're constantly trying to build new um, you know funnels, new systems. we're always looking at expanding expansion. And so managing that chaos in a way is uh, is has been for me like one of the key key elements. and I can't even tell you like you know how how I do it or how we do it specifically, but you know, we do have a um, sort of like a, a plan. It's not like we're not like, like drill sergeants. We're not like military about it, but, you know, we have like a process that we follow that just kind of happened organically by working together, you know, our our process of the day or what Scott handles versus what I handle so that he can do his thing, I can do my thing, and then that the two of those things together uh, allow us to, to build and grow. And the other thing um is to have obviously multiple multiple streams coming in and then being able to be consistent enough um, i know you said you know i don't just don't not, not just by working harder and it's not just about working harder but i mean i have to underline again and again the consistency factor because so many times we see people they do one thing and then they stop and then they do another thing and they stop and since day 1 since I posted my first ad on Craigslist, there really hasn't been a day. And that's like six years or something. There really hasn't been a day. Um, I mean, I could literally count the the days probably on on one hand, days and years that there hasn't been an ad live on Craigslist, at least one ad. I mean, now, you know, obviously through the years, there's like, you know, hundreds of ads live on Craigslist every day. But there hasn't been a day that there wasn't one ad in years. So that's consistency, right? And that's like the momentum that you need to build big. You have to have that little snowball start and go down that hill to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then once it's like the momentum is so big, you just like you can't really stop it. I mean, you could, but you're addicted to that snowball getting bigger and bigger, and then you it's like something's missing. Like if you get addicted to going to the gym and you miss a day, you feel like, ah, I missed a day. And, and that consistency is what's going to get you in shape or allow you to build big. So those are the things that I feel, um, you know, were I couldn't put my finger on one thing. There was no thing that ever clicked in my head that said, oh, now I'm a seven-figure person. It, it wasn't like right. that for me. It was sort of a or like a more flow, consistent over time that, you know, all of a sudden, yeah, you wake up and like, oh, crap, man. And we look at the numbers. I remember that. That I can remember, Scott. It was like one day we looked at the numbers and saw, man, we have we have a seven-figure business. Like, you know, we're that's what we're making daily. And it was like it just kind of happened that way, you know, so – Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that's actually how it does happen. You really don't
0: – because when you get to the point where your business is growing to seven figures, you don't say – you, you just kind of look at the numbers one day and you're like, oh, crap, we're at seven figures. <laughs> it's right. Like, it does happen. <laughs> but, but let me. one thing you said is so true. Consistency is definitely something that I'm going to be showing you guys in this kind of like formula that, I'm, that I created. But I want everyone to understand that you are consistent right now. And you're probably like, what do you mean? Well, you're consistent – and in the actions that you're taking that's getting you the results that you have. It's easy to do what you're doing right now, whether that's nothing towards your business or something. It's hard to break that habit. So when you get to a point like Stefan, like he says, he's putting up an ad, it's not like, I don't even think you even think about it at this point. You just know that that's part of the business, um, the daily method of operation. Therefore you must do it. So, when, I, when, you, when you realize that you're already consistent, but what are your habits that you're consistently doing, and is that the reason that you are the way that you are? I mean, you, you're even consistent in the thoughts that you tell yourself. Like, this isn't going to work. I might lose money. I might do this. And you're an entrepreneur. What business do you know where you don't invest in your business? Like, what business do you know where the top entrepreneurs and earners don't have coaches and trainers and, and don't try to get better? Like, you know, Stefan and I are sitting here talking about which 25K club are we going to join next month or next year for coaching. Like, we're always looking for bigger ways to expand, and that's a conditioning thing. Because I could, you know, before I got into this industry, trust me, I didn't wake up every day and say, where can I go try to put myself in a position to get more value and more information? It just didn't happen. So your consistency is really the key. Um, I will tell you, this, I mean, I'm going to answer the same question real quick. Like, what would I say the seven-figure thing would be? I think that it's understanding, um, you know, it's kind of like compound interest. It's understanding how the tipping point works. See, most people want to make seven figures today. And let's say you even did that, most likely you'd lose it because you wouldn't know what you did to get it and you couldn't do it again. So, you know, people that really truly know how to make a lot of money, no matter what happens, they normally are the people that can get it back. But if you all of a sudden get a bunch of money and you don't know what it took to get that, you most likely will lose it. I mean, you've heard stories and stories of this. So if you understand the tipping point and consistency is a huge big part, it's a big part of it. You can see that even if I just got fifty dollars a month from one customer every single week for the rest of my life. So that would be four customers the first month, that's 200 bucks. The next month you get the same amount, plus you have the ones from the month before, Okay, that's 400 And then vice versa, you continue. Most people don't have a mindset that way to where if they just do something long enough and provide enough value over time, they can hit that number. So my thought process in terms of if you're on here and you want to say, well, what do I have to do to make a million dollars, I think you have to have that thought process but then you have to have a thought process of once that person that's paying the $50 a month gets value and they're paying me, what else can I do to provide them with more value? And then that same cycle occurs. So that person that was paying you 50 bucks a week, now they paid you $100 a month on top of the $50 or $100 maybe once a month or once a year on top of the $50 they're paying you monthly. And they're doing it willingly because you're providing with a ton of value. So some people think of it as, as an upsell. I think of it as providing additional value to the people that are already getting value from me. But my my mindset is for forever. My mindset isn't this month I want to make a certain number. Okay, when it comes to what I want to make, the way I can justify and really predict that is once I figure out how many leads it takes and the value of every customer, I can then come in the office and say, okay, for us to make this amount of money – we need to get this number of leads, and most of you on this call know the formula in which you can figure out how many leads you need to make a certain a number. That's a skill set. But in terms of a mindset, okay, it's really consistency and really understanding that you don't need to make a lot of, like a lot of money, per se, on one time to be extremely wealthy. And if you shift your mindset from a, from a money perspective to a value and, and uh, I guess, Um, a value and and being able to give that person skills, okay, that's paying you, okay, it it can happen a lot faster for you. So I want to open it up for if you guys have any other questions for me, and then I want to basically um, give people a way for them to connect with you more and and also um, allow some people on here to ask questions, because I know that some of you guys are dying to ask questions now, right, since we had a big talk about questions uh, so did you guys have any other questions for me in terms of traffic or business or whatever
1: i i I have a real quick question for you, Vince, because I sure um you know I had the chance to go and visit you, and I saw your your beautiful little baby who cracked a smile at me and I bragged about it to my wife, of course <laughs> um, <laughs> and um so you know, Scott has children at home, I have kids at home, um now you do too. And I just wondered how, if it's affected you at all, and how you've been dealing with that, uh, just that new addition to your home and the distractions and that kind of stuff in in your business. You know, I,
0: I got to be honest with you. It really has not. It, in fact, it's probably made me work harder and get more done because I see that little smile, and I'm like, hey, we got to make sure you can get to college, right? So, um, And and, and I'll tell you, I mean, I think you probably, if you've been in my office, you see I'm very scheduled. I know exactly what I'm doing at every moment. And one of the things that's helped me in business is knowing what I'm going to do before, like, and just having things planned. So um, because things are planned and I'm I'm really on top of things, it provides me with time. And I'm also very blessed that my wife is a nurse, so she works nights and she's still off um, for the baby, but, um, you know, Really, my role is will be, you know, when she's working at night to really do what I always do, which is sleep and the baby sleeps. So I'm in a very spoiled position. I have to admit I can't say that um, everybody has the luxury of that. But um, I think that to answer that question, if you do have family, I think it's all about your planning. I think you have to plan what you're going to do. Um, a lot of people always say, if I had more time, I'd do this and I'd do that. And to me, that's a bunch of BS. You have plenty of time. And now I know for a fact, because I do have a kid, and I know it's all about how you plan and how you actually take advantage of the time that you have. Um, and that's something that you've got to sit down and, and see on paper and, again, condition yourself to be disciplined about the actions that you take. So that's how I'd answer that.
1: So it really hasn't affected you at all? True. Screw yeah, you, man. It, <laughs> <laughs> You know, honestly,
0: I'm being honest, and I feel bad about it. It really hasn't, I mean... Maybe there's times where I might want to be doing something and the wife might want to go out. I might have to watch the baby, but it's like extra because I love what I do. I mean, I'm always wanting to work because I'm passionate about it. So maybe that there's a time where I'm watching the baby where otherwise I would have been um, doing something. But normally I'll just turn the computer on and watch what I need to do, and the baby will be will be walking and pacing it around in my office. So I figure I just make it happen. You know, there's, right. there's just no excuses in. And, um, you know, in my vocabulary, I just make it happen. I mean, I know you have two kids, and we talk about it all the time. And, and it's not easy. But it's different. But, again, it's, I think the biggest thing is planning.
1: Right. Well, cool, man. So, Appreciate that.
0: No problem. All right, guys. So what I want to do now is uh, we've got 10 minutes till. If you have a question for Stefan or Scott, go ahead and hit star six. This is your time to talk and get your questions answered. And uh, let's let, let the mastermind begin.
3: Hey guys, this is Shelley from New Zealand. How are you going?
0: Hey, what's up Shelley?
3: Good. Um, just just to uh, answer that last question for, for Vince, he's got like the best baby ever I've ever seen in the world. <laughs> um, maybe a little bit different than what other people have experienced. Um, <laughs> But, um I've got two very quick questions. The first one for both of you, Stefan and Scott, is um what what was the essential ingredient when when you connected and became partners business partners like what what was it that you um, saw you know in the other person, and how did you connect?
4: Um, well, Shelley, this
1: is stuff on uh I hadn't had like partnerships before because I was like to bounce ideas and stuff. And for one reason or another, they just never gelled or never panned out. Um, I'm still friendly with it, with everybody, but uh, as far as the partnership, it never happened. So um, with Scott, um, we connected through uh, like a funnel that I had created. And then he contacted me and was like, Hey man, I'm making a lot of money with this funnel. What else you got going on? So I told him and then, you know, we partnered on one project and then, um, you know, we, we were like, Oh, well that, Panned out or didn't pan out, but the partnership was good, so let's partner on um, another one and and that's kind of how that went it just it was like a lot of um uh things that happened that you could tell that we were just we saw eye to eye in a lot of different places, but at the same time we were different, so it was a good um balance and it just kind of just just worked you know and it has it has ever since so I can't tell you that there was a uh, like a formula or anything specific. It was just kind of fortunate that it just happened that way. Um, And uh, I would just encourage anybody to to, to look for somebody to work with. You know, Scott, you might have a different answer.
2: Oh, pretty similar. Um, Stefan and I, I think one of the things that made us jail was our work ethic. Um, We stayed up until, you know, I'm on, I'm on central time. So, I'm two hours ahead of Stefan and he got up early in the beginning to, to be online when I was online and I would up, I was up late, I would stay up till two o'clock in the morning and we were getting stuff done. And our work ethic it, it helped us jail together. But at the same time, one thing about our partnership is I don't think we ever rushed like to do a whole bunch of stuff together. It just kind of over time worked itself out. And all the way to now that we share bank accounts and all this other stuff. But if you're building a partnership and when you're, you know, like Stephon said, we strongly encourage anyone out there um, who's looking to build a business to find a partner just to bounce ideas off of and to work together. And two heads are better than one. Two ideas can, can definitely make um, one venture that much more profitable. But don't rush it. Um, let things happen. You know, get to know each other make sure that, you know, that this person is someone that you want to be partners with. Um, obviously, Stefan and I, you know, I've worked with a lot of people in the past, um, online and offline. Stefan's worked with a lot of people in the past, and this partnership just worked. There was a lot there that we agreed with on and offline, whether it be business or personal, and um, that's what allowed us uh, to grow a partnership, but more than that, um, a friendship, and the friendship is what allows the partnership to work, I think. So while we do encourage you guys to... Um, get partners. I, I would I would say just take it slow and find someone, you know, work with someone on a few things here and there. And if it grows from there, great. If it doesn't, it's fine. Just find someone that you gel with and move from there. Great question, though, Shelly, and good to hear from you.
3: Yeah, you guys too, And it's great to see you um, both succeeding. And thanks very much for today. It's been awesome. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Star six, if you guys have questions. For hey, Stephon, this is Tim. Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, awesome. Well, my question is, uh, with you know your, your Craigslist marketing that you do, and you have people that are in the uh, home business, you know MLM industry. What, I guess, uh, process are you taking the people through? Because obviously, you know these are people that's looking for a job, and uh, the way you know Vince teaches is uh, you know meeting them where they are, and um, then when you get on the phone with them, just sharing with them how you know this is pretty much a uh, home business opportunity. So, what process are you taking them through to where you know, you're not just
1: gonna just hang up or just be like, Oh, I don't wanna do this, where can I block this uh ad? Um, I'm I'm I I'm gonna just take that quickly and I'll pass it to you, Scott, just because that somebody asked that in our Facebook group the other day. Um and so if you're gonna be placing ads on Craigslist and you're, you know, doing like job type of ads, you don't want to um do the job ad and then have a phone number and then have that person call you because that's going to be a tough transition for you to flip the person into from, hey, I thought I was getting a job or applying for a job and now you're trying to sell me a biz op. That's going to be a tough, tough deal. Um, And people have done that in the past, but I know I don't want to be, I would not want to be dealing with that. You know, it's just sort of tough conversation. So what I would suggest is that you um, have a process that they go through first, so where, you know, they're answering the ad and then through either an email or a video or something um, that they're set for that. So by the time they call you, they realize, okay, so um, it's not exactly a job. It's a way for me to work from home or work and make money, but there might be an investment or at least, you know what, if there is, I'm at least I'm open to hearing about that so that when you do get the call, they're prepped for it, and you're not having to flip it yourself, but your content, your video, or however you make that communication um, sets that for you. So that that would be my suggestion about you, Scott. Uh, pretty similar. Um, what was your name asking the question?
0: Ken. Ken Hayes.
2: Okay. Let me ask you a question. Um, do you have any desire to work, um, say, 40 to 50 hours a week, uh, punching the time clock?
0: Oh, of course not. <laughs> you don't?
2: And that's, the thing is, there's a high percentage of our population who think the exact same way as you do. And now on Craigslist, you're going to get some that think the way you do and some that don't. And if you can weed them out early on and just, you know, in an email or in a video, like Stefan said, ask them, you know, hey, the job market right now. Let's be honest. It sucks. Right? If you tell them that in a video or, or an email and then it sets them up to, okay, maybe I really don't want, you know, a nine-to-five, um, then you can set them up for a phone call and say, hey, you know what, if you want to learn how to, to, to be financially or or time-free and have not be punching a time clock and be able to do what you want to do, it's going to still be a lot of work. But if you'd like to learn how to do that, you know, give me a call, and I'll discuss some things with you, some openings with myself and my team. Now, when you put it in a way like that, you may lose. You know, 20% of your leads might flat out say, nope, I'm going to opt out. But the other 80% or whatever the percentages work out to be, they're going to be high quality people that probably do want to work with you.
4: That's perfect. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Hey Vince, it's Jim here. Quick question. Okay. Great.
4: Hey, 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 fellas, Jeff McGeary in Philadelphia, Vince. Thanks for having this. This is awesome hearing this dialogue back and forth. So appreciate it, guys. And and my question partially was just answered, but a little follow up to to that is, so I'm building a you know, traditional network marketing company, do some affiliate stuff, of course, like MITs, and getting more involved in that. but on the um, on the back end, once I send them through my funnel entry through through MITs or Craigslist or Facebook or different ads we have, right? Ultimately, they're going to go, and I like what you just said about that sorting process, even if you have twenty percent that just hang up and say no," because you kind of called out in your video what exactly you had to offer or planted the thought that this isn't a nine-to-five, it's, it, it's a business. And that's really cool because it does the sorting for you. You're not wasting time on the phone with those people. But the question is, is in building a traditional network marketing company, I mean, I did it all mainly when I started through friends, family, warm market, and digging into their warm market. But as I'm venturing into online to generate those leads and traffic, I'm always coming back to one word as I'm starting on this venture, which is duplication. Right, so if I'm spending 100 bucks a day or 200 bucks a day to place ads on Facebook or Craigslist or, or wherever, I mean, I guess in my mind, and maybe this is not the way I should be thinking. Maybe it is a you know something I should consider. But I'm thinking, can the new person I bring in place all these ads? Do they have the money to place these ads? So if there's that breakdown there, you know, where they can't do what I just did, just sent them through then I see it as potentially breaking down or having some things I'm going to have to think further on as I build a sales funnel. So I guess my question there is if, if you get people through your funnel, get them on the phone, someone's interested, now I have to make sure they can do what I just did, duplicatable. So that, that, that was my question right there, just your thought on that. And the number two was, how was your VIP day? If someone's considering that with Vince, what would be your, maybe your number one takeaway or aha moment where you walked away at the end of that day and said, you know what, that was an awesome investment.
1: Um, great, great question,
4: both of them. Actually,
1: uh, I'll start with the VIP day because that was me that went down there, and then I'll let Scott answer the other question. Um, so, uh, or actually, Scott, why don't you answer the first question, and I'll answer the VIP day question.
2: Okay. Um, so duplication on Craigslist is um, something that you have to think in a term and use the word scale. Um, And by scale, I mean, some people are coming in and everyone knows if they're going to build a a business, there's some investment. Um, And investment doesn't always mean money. It may mean time or it may mean money or it may mean both. Uh, So when you're talking to someone new about duplicating your process, you have to, first of all, make them understand there's going to be an investment. All right? Now, most people... um, that I've talked with, are more willing to invest a little bit of money than their personal time to begin with because they want to see their money return something and then they'll invest their time. That's just my personal experience. But with Craigslist, it's pretty easy because they can, you know, $25 done right. We've had $25 produce 200 leads. Um, You know, we've had it, at the same time, we've had $25 produce 40 leads or 20 leads too depending on the ad, but $25 $25 can be a starting point where they can scale from and they can start generating their leads. So if you teach your, your new person to scale and say, hey, you don't have to start with $100 a day like I did. Or, you know, on the flip side of it, if you don't have to start. Stephon and I spent 300000 on Craigslist last year. Um, you don't have to start at that point. We didn't start there. When we got started on Craigslist, you know, I was placing a $25 ad every other day um, because that, that was the, the investment that I could afford at the time. I wasn't investing even, a, even $25 a day. So when you teach someone to duplicate it, teach them to do it at the pace that they're able to do it at. And if time is something that they are more able to give as a resource than money, then teach them how to do social media. Teach them how to build YouTube videos about their business. Teach them how to do article marketing. Um, there are tons of things that if they want to invest their time, they can do it that are a legitimate ways to build a business. Um, so that's the process there is just it's, it's how much are you willing to give them as far as your time to teach them how to do it. Um, Stefan and I do a lot of training. Vince does a lot of training. And that is how we are able to get teams that can duplicate what we do. So if you're willing to be a team leader and have someone duplicate what you do, um, first of all, just know that they have to scale and then be willing to um, you know, devote some of your time to them to help them duplicate it, and then they'll be all right. And, and um, one note on that is you don't have to be willing to do one-on-ones with everybody, you know, as, as you're considering a VIP with Vince. Vince, you know, he's very cautious with his time. Stefan and I are very cautious with our time, and uh, most of our trainings are done via video um, or, you know, via um, some type of training that you can come to on a mass scale. You can do that as a team leader, too, um, that, that'd be my thoughts on your question one. But your question two, before Stefan answers it, I wasn't there for the VIP, but let me tell you, Stefan came back, and um, he's like, I've been asking him, so what did y'all do here? What did y'all do here? And I'm hearing, like, paper rattle as he's, like, going through, like, tons and tons of pages of notes that he took. So um, obviously it went, it went very well. I, obviously I was not there, so I let Stefan take over. But just from an outsider looking in, it seems to have gone pretty well. But I'll let
1: you take the rest, Stefan. <laughs> yeah, cool, man. So, I mean, what I'm going to say is this, like the the first um, idea for Funnel came from a quick conversation with Vince, which led to a seven-figure business. So when an opportunity presents itself to go and mastermind with the person that gave you a seven-figure idea, which has manifested into actual physical dollars of, you know, Seven figures, then you know you just you got to take that. So um, when I went down to to meet with Vince, um, you know we've we've talked and hung out over the years, but one thing I also learned from Vince is that you also want to always you know up your game. So if you spend time with you know people that are earning more than you, you can like you know shoot to lift yourself up to that to that level. And um, so I always want to do that. I was want like you know how can I it get, get increased and, and, you know, become better. So when I went down to meet with Vince, I mean, you know, first of all, his house is crazy. Um, so it's just fun to hang out in a big ass house. And, uh, um, we were, we sat down at like his, uh, his executive board of directors huge table and he had his, um, um, his, uh, his, um, board up his whiteboard. And started breaking down the funnel, and that's when I got to ask questions and this, that and the other, so going through that process and seeing how he thinks about things and really gets breaks them down, I mean that's invaluable information, like you know Scott and I now, since I came back, we've been working on this funnel where after we get off of this, we're going to be implementing and start driving traffic and, and doing all this stuff. I'm actually we have already started driving traffic this morning but and, and so that that um, VIP. Um, it's going to turn into. I mean, it's, it's going to turn from seven figures into an eight-figure business, and uh, so you can't even put. There's like I can't even put like a, a value or price tag on that. It's just it's gonna it's gonna create um, uh, multiple seven-figure business for us now, and um, it's just uh, it's just incredible to see how. I mean, I really look up to Vince in the way he has, he, he mentioned it before, his, um, how he plans out his stuff, you know. I mean, to, to, to the detail of he could show me on his board, like, what's going on, like, you know, this time, that day. And those types of things to see how he works hour to hour and day to day um, are the things that I'm looking to duplicate to, you know, increase my own productivity and um, become better um, at, you know, what we do. Um, but like Scott said, I have like a mountain of notes here and, um, you know, the information that I got from him is going to take us to the, to the next level. So, uh, it was an amazing time with him. Um, the information, like I'm going to probably rebrand it and put it in, create <laughs> our own product. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, anybody that's thinking about going should not even, you know, just go.
4: Okay, Thank, thanks, guys, both of that. That was cool.
0: And I, and I paid him a lot of money to say that.
4: <laughs>
0: no, we had a lot of fun, and, um, you know, it, I think that, I, I mean, we, we sat there at one point, and there was just a different, uh, I gave him an idea, just a different philosophy on how to look at the lead flow. There's probably no one in our industry that generates more leads than them, than Stefan, from one source. Now, maybe because I might generate more leads as a whole because I'm doing it from a lot of different sources, but I would honestly say that there's no one that generates more leads from one resource than Scott and Stefan. So when they were telling me their numbers, and obviously having a seven-figure business, my thought process was that you guys have a a million-dollar-a-week business, and I can show you how to do it. And he was probably like, what? He's like, all right, I want the VIP day. So he comes up, and I break it down for him, and I think by – three or four hours in, he, he completely saw the difference. And in fact, I believe that based off an idea you actually came up with, and it, was, and, I, and it was the split that we figured out how to do the split, and then we figured out how to take the people that split one way back and put them back into the funnel, you figured out how to basically add additional revenue to the first split. And I think you know what we're talking about. And right. I think that yeah. takes you from eight figures to potentially literally the next level. I mean, it takes you to so much more revenue that we figured out that you saw and took it. And that's the thing. Like I can give you an idea and take your business to the next level, but a good entrepreneur is going to see what they're doing and say, boom, here's a point in our business where we can actually generate even more revenue. And I think that was what we get the most out of those days when we can really 100% dial in to your business. So anyways, with that being said, guys, first off, I'm proud of you guys, every person, all of you, even the people that are here listening, I'm proud of you guys for being here because, you know, you could be anywhere in the world and you're here, but I'm, you know, proud of you guys because you're really the first people that I can honestly say, and I know a lot of people say they've had students that have done well and, you know, made millions, but I've never talked to them, right? I mean, you guys are here listening to people that have gone through what you guys are going through right now in terms of learning strategies, and they implemented it, and they made it happen, so it can happen for you, so... I'm extremely proud. Every single day when I see you guys doing stuff, I'm just like sit back and I'm just excited, and, and I'm excited more that I get to learn stuff from you guys too. Um, so what I want to do is give you guys the ability just to let you know, people know where they can connect more with you um, as well. And uh, I'll let you guys out of here to get on with your day.
1: Cool. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Vince. Man, it's been great to you know hanging with you and getting a chance to connect with uh, all of your tribe um, for for sure. And uh, Scott, um, you know, what do you just? Uh, I don't really want to give out, you know, any like sites or all Facebook of our stuff. Where,
0: where can they find you on Facebook and connect with you there? Yeah, is. yeah.
1: So just look for um, you can look for me uh, um, Stefan S T E F A N um D E S S A L I. You know what I'll do? You know
0: what I'll do to make it
1: easy in our group?
0: I will tag you guys. I'll basically get you in our private group, and I'll tag you guys in our group okay. so you guys can, they can find you there to make it easier
1: cool yeah yeah
0: um, that'll be fun and I'm sure they'll be at our next event and for those of you guys that didn't get a chance to see them last year they basically broke down every aspect of how they generate hundreds of leads a day if not thousands a day on Craigslist and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to have them back next year because I think that it's a, it's a great resource to have specifically for marketing directly to opportunities if you do it the right way you can make it happen so, Scott, I appreciate it as well, man. Anything Absolutely. that you want to say in closing?
2: No, uh, I appreciate you having us here. Um, you know, we still feel it to be a big honor to be asked
0: by you to be here. So uh, I appreciate, you know, you letting us come talk to your group. Awesome, man. All right, guys, well, that completes another battle mastermind session where you're a fly on the wall listening to, you know, people talk business. So I hope you got a ton of value. And uh, like always, guys, I'll see you guys on the Internet. Take care.